Welcome back to another episode of Henshin Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross. And today we're talking about... Koo! First it was Kuga. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is Kamen Rider Kabuto. Yeah. Kabuto. Kabuto. There it is. I found it. There Kabuto. There you go. I'm just going to start recording all the lines <laughs> that just put them in. <laughs> but this show aired on TV aside from January 29th, 2006 to January 21st, 2007. Mmm. Good time. The, the series' catchphrases are walking the path of heaven to rule everything, and I am justice. See, that sounds like that should have been a villain on the I am justice. <laughs> but <All> the right. <laughs> story goes... Seven years ago, a meteorite struck at the heart of Shibuya. Shibuya's always getting hit by something. Oh, yeah. And emerged in an alien life form that threatens humanity, the worms. Since that day, Soji Tendo has trained for all his life to one day take up the Kabuto sector, Zector, and become the hero known as Kamen Rider Kabuto, making many enemies while also meeting other riders with mysterious origins. Tendo attempts to accomplish his goal at all costs to destroy the worms. He meets Zekt, operative Arata Kagami, and the two work together to save humanity while uncovering the conspiracies that lie within Zekt. Mmm, that sounds like a good headline. Definitely watch this. As the main character, Soji Tendo is the main protagonist of Kamen Rider Kabuto. Born Soji Kusa. Kusakabi, his childhood past put him on the destiny to become Kamen Rider Kabuto as an adult. Tendo is an extremely arrogant but dedicate, dedicated man, having rigorous trained, rigorously trained himself for seven years to become Kamen Rider Kabuto. Despite his unusual attitude, despite his unusual attitude, Kendo strives to make the world a better place, seeing as seeing it as his mission. Ah. Raised by his grandmother, Tendo often refers references her via amazingly appropriate Zen-like phrases, prefacing them with "Grandmother said." Grandmother said this, like, "Mama say it." My, my, my mama say it. Kind of like that. <laughs> and the first two episodes are actually on YouTube. Oh, yeah. They usually do that, though. They have to get you kind of give you the Yeah, flavor. they're like, yeah, now go find it somewhere. Like, where the hell do it's I like, find it's like, it? Here's a cookie. But you, I'm not going to give you the recipe. No, like, oh. get, no, it's like giving a child half a cookie. Oh, man. I'd be like, I'm going to jump you and take the whole damn cookie. <laughs> but during these moments, Tendo does, does a point to the sky pose, a reference to his given name of which roughly means a man who will walk the path of heaven and rule over everything. Hence the tagline. Yeah. A lot of, I've seen the people do it. The main hero always points to the heavens. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I will be the champion. It's like, put your hand down. Uh, you didn't put deodorant on. <laughs> yeah. Despite mastering numerous skills, Tendo is unemployed and does not attend college. Instead, focusing, focused on his mission as humanity's defender. However, in regards to... Juka, Tendo takes his duties as an older brother with the utmost care, occasionally bordering onto occasionally bordering onto a sister complex of sorts. So like, you're my sister, no one can talk to you type deal. Oh. Yeah, don't talk to my sister. 
He does give all those vibes. Like, what are you doing? Right in episode Why are you one. going out? Yeah. And now onto some of his devices. The Kabuto Zector, Kabuto's transformation device. The Rider Belt, Kabuto's transformation belt. Kabuto Extender, Kabuto's Kabuto's Rider Machine. <laughs> Arata Kagami is a member of Zect who became the second Kamen Rider, the B, after the B Zector had abandoned Soyogoroma. However, he gave up the B after refusing orders to eliminate Kabuto, but later became Commodore Katak in his own right. Hmm. Kagami is rash and hot-headed as shown when he takes the Kabuto bike to fight against worms, only for it to be taken away by Tendo and nearly gets himself killed for trying to, to use the Katak Zector. He easily gets annoyed, mostly because of Tendo's personality, or when Zect HQ gives absurd orders for him and his team. In addition, he is also quite naive, as he easily believes that the fact the mimicked Ryu, his younger brother who gives missing, goes missing two years before but suddenly returns, and Makoto, a boy who is trapped in an abandoned factory full of worms, are not worms. What the hell? I mean, they're worms. They're, they're, not they're worms. worms, but they're not actually worms. Like, they've been changed into worms. They're just gloaty. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a result, he nearly gets himself killed by worms on more than one occasion. However, in Makoto's case, his belief may not be without merit, as the worm actually does shield him and protect him from an explosion. Mm. Aside from that, Kagami is essentially a good-natured person at heart, always willing to try his best to save people from the terror caused by worms. He is amiable and supportive to all his friends, especially Tendo and Hiyori, and will never hesitate will never hesitate to help them once the need arises. In fact, the reason why he wants to become a common writer is to defeat all worms and threaten humanity, and to avenge his brother Ryu. When he does become a common writer, he takes his duty very seriously, proving himself to be a valuable asset and ally to the protagonist. Mm. Another trait of Kagumi's is his determination. During the time period when he rejected was rejected during the time period when he rejected by the Kabatu Zector, he never backs down on his duty to fight and kill the worms, even though he is outperformed for a while by the other characters. He is still more than willing to take up arms and on his own to fight and protect humanity. You know, he's giving Garen vibes from Blade. Garen. Like, so Garen took his job super serious, rejected from multiple devices, or a device. It's, it just it gives Garen vibes. Usually when you have that main character that's goofy-ish, you yeah. have to have a secondary character. That's off i mean he's the polar opposite he's super serious and then later on they kind of mix personalities but on to his devices he's got the gatek zector it's his transformation device for gatek gatek extender which is gatek's writer machine man there was a, a lineup above 
Or I think you were like Earth, Earth's Defenders. Never surrenders. <laughs> Every time I hear I'm like, <laughs> like freaking Power Rangers. They get that line stuck in your head, and now you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, That's God. like when they came out with Ninja Steel, you were, everyone was like, Ninja Steel. <laughs> you're always added to something. It's like, I need a mouse. Ninja Steel. So <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers, even if they disappear, yeah, they ain't going anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're stuck in the head. But some of the notes on this guy, the motif of Gatak is that of a Kuagata Mushi or a stag beetle as opposed to Kabuto, whose motif is the rhinoceros beetle. Hmm. Sounds like somebody in red. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> he is one of the two riders whose mask form provides additional offensive capabilities. The Gatak Vulcan, in addition to increased defense, the other being Assass War... So wards, blood vessels. The name is Protomatao of Kuagata and Attack, forming Gatak, which ironically would foreshadow who he would be after abandoning the B sector. True. <laughs> and just call him Comrade Stinger. Bam. Yeet. On to the next character. So Yagu. Yagurama. On to the next character. So Yagorama is a member of Zect who was first known was the first known user of Kamen Rider the B. However, his obsessive desire to defeat Soji Tendo causes him to defect from the organization, later walking a lone path of darkness as Kamen Rider Kick Hopper. So now we got a Grasshopper. Hey Jeffrey. Yes. What did Kamen Rider B say? Bzz. I'm a B. <laughs> I'm a B. <laughs> he, he kept singing that song. I'm a B. I'm a B. Yeah. <laughs> Yagorama is a perfectionist who believes in the concept of Kanzen Chawa, or just perfectly, this means just perfect harmony, in terms of leadership and pride, which made him a role model to fellow members of Arata Kagami and Shun Kagayama. Most of the shadow Zect troopers answer to him without question. When he's calm, he is a caring person who possesses a strict code of teamwork and demands perfection. He is a kind leader who cares greatly about his subordinates, and in battle, he is a brilliant tactician. He, he started to sound like a villain, then they were like, oh, he's kind of caring. You know, he, he cares about his subordinates. All right, well, you know, maybe he's not the bad guy. Have you, have you seen the Zect Troopers? No. They look like Kamen Riders. Oh, nice. They look like Hopper 1. Oh, jeez. They literally, literally have all black armor, not armor, but black. It's like somebody bought a bunch of Kamen Rider 1 helmets, sprayed them black and red. Oh, okay. And just like, here you here go. Here you go. You are foot soldiers. <laughs> I mean, don't get me but wrong. But they don't have, do they have henshin devices? No. It's just like, it's just like if you went and built it and then just went and joined a secret police organization. Oh, okay, okay. It's yeah. like. So they gave you like body It's armor. like they got repurposed. Yeah. However, he he's also impulsive, <laughs> brash, and quick to anger. After his encounter with Tendo, Yagarama becomes bitter and envious towards him and his pride becomes his fatal flaw. To the point the B Zector rejects him and chooses Kagami and later Kageyama. After becoming Kick Hopper, 
Yagarama has seemingly lost all traces of his former pride and has isolated himself from society. He's depressed. (laughs) He, at this point, has turned into an antisocial nihilist who thinks that he is not loved and cared about by anyone or anything but darkness. Darkness. And that he prefers to stay in the darkness of hell. Hmm. He shows no hesitation in attacking his former colleagues at Zect when Suichi offered him the B-Zector and a position in Zect again. He does not even care and kicks the Zector out of his sight coldly. As he no longer wants to go out into the light and fight for justice anymore. However, at the end of the series, he and Kagiyama have decided to try looking for the light again. The light of their own that nobody can touch. So, just trying to find the... Don't touch my light. (laughs) Uh, Sure. (laughs) A little more on Kageyama. He can also easily be angered as he sees anyone laughing at him or his partner Kageyama. As shown with his confrontation against Casus Worm, I mean, he's kind of a... You know, a little bit of a, a princess. You know, he gets, mm. he gets he a little. Don't, I didn't say princess. Don't he laugh a, at me. He a little sensitive. Exactly. That booty hole sensitive. <laughs> As for his devices, all he really has is the hopper hopper zector, which is Kick Hopper's transformation device. Because we already went over the bee. Exactly. The bee. So do you think? Do you think they'll name some shoes after him? Okay. Name some shoes after him. Hopper kicks. All right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> just be all green and dark green. <laughs> Shun Kageyama was a member of Zek's shadow unit under so- Soyugomura. I totally heard his name. After Yugurama left, Kageyama became the new leader and earned the right to become the third user of Comrade of the Bee. That bee gets around. However, after he was disgraced by Soji Tendo and fired from Zekt, he joined Yogomaru as as Comrade Punch Hopper. Mm. They got a clothing line now. Woohoo! And their journey towards darkness. Kick Hopper and Punch Hopper. Really getting a trend there. Shoes and, gl- <laughs> shoes and gloves. <laughs> when he was initially introduced... Kageyama was a person who looked up to his superiors completely with sincerity and viewed the one with the B Zector as a great person. However, due to so Yuguruma betraying the perfect harmony for the first time and Kagami's self defect from being Shadow Trooper's leader, Kageyama's heart was tainted as he viewed views them as incompatible and deemed them inferior with that than him. Ironically, Kageyama is clearly seen to be further inferior than them when judged by Soji Tendo. During his time as the B user, Kageyama had become arrogant and selfish and also showed his incompatibility to, to be the B user and as the leader of, the, of Shadow. Kageyama was not able to lead his group completely and mostly took 
effort on things that benefited himself only. During his period as the bee, he was a mad person who greatly wished to be viewed a worthy by Masato Mishima and did every way to be the bee. As he deemed that the bee is the best to be with him, unlike Yagaruma, Kagayama does not care about lives of other people, including used Kagami as a lure to find the worm, a method that Tendo highly criticized. After Kagayama's downfall, Kagayama became a, a spoiling partner towards Yagaruma after he had become Punch Hopper. Unlike so, Kagayama was not completely under the darkness and still wanted to gain the light to live again. This personality might have affected Yagaruma in the end as Yagaruma soon decided to bring back the light only for them again. And his device is the Hopper Zector. Then we got worms. Yeah, this... Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to say those two bad guys that turn light remind me of uh, Hurricane Drew. The Thunder Rangers. The Thunder Rangers. Yeah, the ones that, <clears throat> instead of being good first, they were bad first, and then they turned to the light. Because they were... They went to the dark side. They were, then they came to the light. They were, they were told... Mm, to the light, you come. Of darkness. If you, you seek the darkness, the darkness will control you. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about them slippery little worms. Check Brandon's worms. <laughs> uh, the worms are alien life forms that came from a meteor that destroyed the city district of Shibuya years prior to the series timeline. However, the worms known as natives existed prior to the coming of the Shibuya meteorite, though another meteorite that came 35 years prior. Hmm. So there were already worms. They were just waiting on the other worms and the army guys to come down. You know, this kind of reminds me of... This reminds me a lot of... uh, uh, the new, like the new movie, the uh, movie, <laughs> the new movie, the new movie, the new movie of Venom, like how the meteorites came down and they were on the meteorite. Yeah. Like the symbiotes. A, par- a parasite attached to I mean, meteorite. that's basically what these guys are. They're mm-hmm. parasites. But on a side note, a little side route, a uh, new trailer dropped for a new, shall we say, Sentai-ish, Ranger-ish anime coming out sometime in 2024. Ah, yes. We're hoping to not reject it. Go, go. I'm not calling it by that name because it's a stupid it's name. Like, I like, would rather I would rather cut go, it down go, to Loser Ranger. Loser Ranger. Because, you know they did that on purpose, right? Yeah, they're doing it intentionally and I think everybody goes, oh, the new thing from Power Rangers. No. As guys that have covered so much Sentai and so much Power Rangers and now Kamen Rider... The characters behind, they may be based on or oh, yeah, similar sure. to. Like, no doubt. Like, these guys look like... It's like a... Like, a, a, like a if Go Rangers... Fans. Yeah, like if Go Rangers... Yeah. Like, after they're done, but they just don't turn over their power. Mm-hmm. And they actually have... I think they're, I think they're called... Was it? Dihenshin? No. Daisoji, I think it was. Daisoji Sentai? Mm-hmm. It's like Dragon, it's like Dragon Keeper Squadron. I think it's something like that. Interesting. They have a name. If you watch the trailer, 
I hope they get the voices right. Actors. Yeah, it's like they're, they can but do so many things. And yeah, so whenever an anime is a top hit, that's when they'll usually enlist their top voice actors or like like Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. The guy that does Chainsaw Man is actually fairly new to voice acting, but he's really good at it. Have you seen Chainsaw Man? I have seen the first four episodes. And, I don't have Crunchyroll. And have you watched uh, the op- I think it's the American opening for Jujutsu Kaisen? No. I don't have Crunchyroll. I've got to show you Jujutsu Kaisen's opener and uh, Chainsaw Man's opener. You can literally probably take both their in- intro songs and, and flip them, them and it'd be just fine. Like you'd be like, okay, I mean, there might be some pacing, but I was watching Jujutsu Kaisen and I was like, this feels very familiar. Yeah. And maybe by the same studio <laughs> or maybe the same art of musical artist. Possibly. But yeah, when the anime drops, we might throw a couple. Hell, we we may even get a little crazy and go, Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and drop and yeah. go, go lose our ranger. <laughs> so then we would cover technically all three. But if you watch the trailer, which they dropped it, I think a month ago, it looks badass. Hmm. And we're also getting, I think, Kaiju number eight. Kaiju number eight, really? It's the premise from what I have been able to gather is it's they're kaiju hunters that I think they harvest parts of kaiju but somehow the main character is a kaiju he gets he gets like a kaiju parasite attached to yeah, him yeah yeah that think, allows him to I transform you, into a kaiju don't you have the I have kaiju number one yeah you have kaiju, kaiju I have number kaiju number eight at the or issue one or volume <laughs> one whatever they call them yeah but there are for the go-go loser ranger there are all but the last volume are out and they are red, yellow, black, orange, blue. See, like pink, that, that seems like a pacing issue for green, me. and then white. It seems like a mm. pacing issue for me because, like, it doesn't wrap up the story, right? Like, it doesn't wrap up in like eight volumes. It can't it if they're won't. gonna. No, it can't if they're gonna make an anime of it. it oh can't no, they, wrap they, up they, they can be, eight volumes. They'll probably they'll probably use it based on so they do get pieces of the manga in it. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, you yeah. build a flip there and go, oh hey, that's from such. There'll and such. be some fillers for sure, but like you'd have to follow the manga. But it's it's been a hit. I, well, I'm hoping they do. Don't they better not do what they do with Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man's. I haven't seen him new any new season, which is annoying because that was actually pretty good. Well, it usually takes a year, a year. To... It's a year or more, and then you'll they'll be like, "Oh, season two's dropping." It's like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're doing. It's because they get you to go back and watch season one and season two before you oh, watch yeah, the next yeah. season. And you know, the writers have to have the right. writers, editors, writer animators. Breaks. Gosh, it's, it's a lot into it, and it's so, so you don't crunch. get writer cramps. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll cover we'll cover the loser rangers when we get them. Probably after episode one. And then maybe with a little dab of manga to animated adaptation. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other. And we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, and keep listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us grow and reach more listeners and keep the conversation going. And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's Hitchin' Time! <laughs>